Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. This week is Paramedic Services Week, and it's officially underway with the focus this week on diversity in paramedicine. And with that as well, I mean, what what challenges do local paramedics face on a day-to-day basis? I can only imagine. Michael Sanderson is the chief of the Hamilton Paramedic Service, also the treasurer of the Ontario Association of Paramedic Chiefs, and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Chief Sanderson, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. I'm great. And yourself? I'm I'm great. The The focus is diversity in paramedicine. What are you trying to achieve with this uh, focus? Well, I think our focus is really to, to make people aware of the level of diversity that we have in paramedicine. Uh, we're talking about the patient, the provider, and the profession. Uh, when we look at the patient, uh, the patients we serve in, in, in our community and in communities across the province, you know, that the race, ethnicity, religion, cultures, gender, uh, the LGBTQ2S community, we have to make sure that we're serving them and that we understand their needs very well. And I think paramedics have stepped up uh, in, in how they do that and, and the recognition a large part of that is because our providers are increasingly diverse as well. Uh, we're, we're trying, I think, in, in terms of making sure that we have the right people within our systems uh, to match the diversity in our workforce with the communities that we're serving. Uh, the, the challenges and then moving forward on women in paramedicine, women in leadership, for example. Uh, I know when I started in the job, it was typically a white male profession. It's not that anymore. We have about 42% of our workforce is female. Uh, and we really celebrate that as they're moving forward. They're coming into leadership roles uh, across the province. There's many chiefs uh, that, of the services that are women now. Uh, and, and we continue to grow on that. So I think, you know, the provider is, is a significant reflection of the communities that, that we're trying to serve as well. So is the diversity in paramedicine within Hamilton, is that reflective? Does that mirror what we are seeing in the community? Well, I th- we're trying to mirror. I think we're... we're very close to matching it. Uh, you can never get the exact specifics on it, uh, but in terms of culture, race, ethnicity, religion, uh, we have all of those very well balanced, I think, and you'll see that in our vehicles. Uh, you'll, you'll see it with the crews that we have uh, and trying to match that off. We have work to do, uh, no question about that, uh, but it's really about trying to learn and to understand what those communities need and, and how we better serve them as well. In saying that, some of the the same challenges remain in terms of um, not enough um, uh, ambulances on the road, uh, too many Code Zero events. Uh, talk about the current challenges that you and the staff here in Hamilton face. Well, there are always challenges. And, and first of all, I'll identify mental health challenges. This is a stressful job. Uh, the things that we end up seeing on a day-by-day basis, our paramedics do an awful lot. Uh, 270 calls yesterday in terms of servicing for the city of Hamilton just was our paramedics. Uh, Having said that, I can tell you that uh, our council here has really supported us well in terms of putting extra vehicles on the road. Uh, They funded an extra seven, 12-hour shift this year, and we're working very hard to get those vehicles on the road and the new staff hired. I've got 20 staff in training right now, uh, 20 new employees, and we're going to be repeating that at the end of the month with another 20 coming in. So we're starting to get a handle on the actual uh, number of paramedics 
paramedics that we require. Uh, call volumes are continuing to grow in the process. Uh, I, I'd have to say uh, for the hospital systems and the ambulance offload delays that were the primary cause for our Code Zero events, they're really starting to get a better handle on that as well. I give great credit to the Jurovinsky Hospital and uh, the work that they've done in, in reducing the ambulance offload time. They brought in some different approaches. Uh, they've really put a, a focus on it. Uh, the general is improving as well. Uh, and they're a major trauma hospital, of course, very significant challenges for them. So we are making significant inroads in terms of uh, ambulance offload time and the pressures. I can tell you our Code Zero events, uh, here we are almost at the end of May. We've only had 14 this year so far. Uh, last year at this time, we'd had 78. So the, the reduction in the ambulance offload time, uh, ambulance offload time has improved. It's down 35% from what it was. Uh, so we are going in the right direction. Again, we still have a lot of work to do. The hospitals have work to do. Uh, and, and of course, the ministry has helped on that, the Ministry of Health, with additional funding for dedicated offload nursing staff uh, to the hospitals to help to make that happen. That is a great news story hearing that those Code Zero events are drastically reduced, and let's hope that pattern continues throughout the rest of this year, particularly in the summer months. We know a lot more people are out and active and and doing things and uh, uh, hopefully avoiding injury and uh, avoiding uh, the necessary uh, call to 911 and paramedic services. Chief Sanderson, thank you for your time, and uh, best of luck going forward. Thank you very much, Rick. Appreciate it, and have a great day. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.